Did you guys hear Nick show this week? Yeah. He said it was on for three three hours. That's a long time. I had an audience. Yeah. Nice. The Anchor Baby Show. You like the title? Yeah. Anchor Baby Show? Yeah. <laughs> I think you stuck with it. You're going to be an Anchor Baby at 80 years Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can go to our chat line on YouTube. And Hank will let me know the questions and comments you may have. Welcome to church. Welcome, y'all. How y'all? Good. So church is a fellowship. It's not a teaching place. So hopefully you didn't come to be taught. All right. Uh, any first-timers? Nice. Oh, great. Tell us your name and how did you hear about us? Uh, my name is uh, <clears throat> Jason, and uh, I found out about you and your show through my brother. Nice. Uh, welcome, man. Any Thank questions you. or comments? Uh, not yet. Have you, what do you think about the show? You heard the show? Uh, yes, a couple of times. What do you think about it? So far, so good. I like it. Oh, you do? Yes, yeah, very interesting. Did you go and forgive your mother? Not yet. W- why not? Uh, I mean, I'm still still learning the whole the whole process and stuff like that. Oh, about forgiveness? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yes, sir. Your first time here, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And tell us how you hear about us. And uh, through blah, YouTube. Blah, blah. You too? Yeah. And what was your first impression when you heard the first show, uh, if you remember? It was more of a comedy thing, honestly. Yeah. It was, uh, I used to enjoy just laughing about funny. it, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> as, it started making sense. It started making yeah. sense. Did you go and forgive? Not yet. You did not? Why not? Uh, I, mean, I still need to build that courage. You need to build the courage to go and forgive? Yes, sir. So you need to build the courage to go and forgive your mother? Yes, sir. Really? Isn't that amazing? Think about that. Mama. You got to build courage to talk to mama. How will you build it before facing her? Uh, I have no idea yet, to be honest. <laughs> I just hope one day God leads me and just I just do it. Yeah. Well, you can't build it until you face it. Right. You can't build courage and then do it, right? You develop courage as you're doing it. Okay. You overcome the fear. So you wait until the cows come home to, if you're waiting for courage. It doesn't work that way. Right. Makes sense. You got to do it. You're going to be shaking your boots. And at that, after that, you won't shake anymore. Alrighty. So you got to face her trembling. Yeah. Are you surprised how afraid you are of your mother? It's like you're a grown it man. Is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like weird when you think about it? It is. Afraid it is. of mama. It is. Amazing. It is. Any questions about anything? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Yeah. Right on. Uh, any other new people? No? First time? Uh, tell us your name and how did you hear about us? Uh, my name is Troy, and I think he just popped up 
same way like he was saying on some on the sidebar probably on YouTube. Yes. Um, and I watched a bit, and I think it just you grabbed me with. Uh, I think the big thing for me was the you know all thoughts are all lies all the time, and it grabbed me, and I. You know, uh, as <laughs> if I'm going to quote you, I, you know, I, I smoked on it. I don't do that anymore, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. And then, and then I spent a while just like, uh, you know, I'd get an alert. I wake up early, so I'd wake up, I'd watch the show, I'd, I'd kind of reflect on it, and yeah. um, I started sharing it with some of the people closer to me, um, people who maybe, you know. Um, follow God, people who don't, just kind of reflecting on it more by, like, bouncing ideas off of other people, seeing how they react. And I, I think that's what I liked about all of it, is I liked that it seemed very... It seemed like your arms were wide open for uh, angry, not angry, question, certain, uh, and I don't know. I, I found I found that to be really compelling, I guess. Nice. Did you go and forgive... Oh, yeah, I forgave my mother a long time ago, my father a long time ago. I think that also resonated with me. Right on. It made it crystallize and made more sense. Yeah. Hearing you say that and making it very, you know, it's very simple. So you went to your mother and forgave her? Yes. When yeah, how did she, way before I heard you. It how just, did she react to you forgiving her? Um, originally, I think in... Um, I was young, so originally maybe in anger. And then as we came closer together um, with more humility, my mother, for all of her um, faults, is at least a very humble person for the many mistakes she's made. So I never struggled to speak to my mother, honestly, brutally honestly, if I have to. Amazing. Good, man. Any questions for me? Not not, not at this moment, but thank you for doing this. Well, I'm glad you're here. Amazing. (laughs) Your name and how did you hear about us? Hi, I'm Sarah. Um, I found you on YouTube through Troy. Um, and I came to the Women's Forum on Thursday, so I wanted to come and try the church. Because right I really on. enjoyed it. So. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. We had an amazing meeting Thursday. It was huh? great. It was something else. Yeah. I can't wait to hear from the. I gave them an assignment, but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, tell us your name and how did you hear about us? My name's Debbie, and I'm her mother, and I'm visiting from out of town. So um, I just said, oh, I'll go with you. So that's how I oh, heard about it. Oh, nice. And so did she forgive you? I'm sure. I don't know. She didn't ask me. Did but... you forgive your mother? <laughs> oh. We've um, had conversations about things in our past that's happened. Um, so I would say yes, um, but I haven't forgiven my father. Uh, and so. have you gone to your mother and said, I'm sorry for resenting you? Yes. You told her that? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And why not your father? Uh, it's more complicated in my mind. <laughs> in your mind, huh? Yeah. But all thoughts are all lies yep. all the time about anything. Exactly. And yet yeah, you let the mind stop you. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, but I realized since, you know, I mean, this I, I've been listening to you for only a, a month, maybe. Oh, okay. um, But I realized, like, oh, wow, I really am so angry, and I didn't even understand it. And I, a lot of my anger comes from my resentment towards my father. So I'm like, oh, I need to forgive him. Like, I need yeah. to have that conversation with him. So, you know, it's something I'm going to do. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. I wouldn't put off today for tomorrow right. because tomorrow is not promised to you. Right. And you don't want to drop your body with anger. Totally. You think it's hell on earth. 
at least on earth you have a chance to overcome, right? If you drop the body with anger, you don't have a chance to overcome. It's over. Yeah. Thank and, you. And hell continues forever. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. Anybody else? First time? This your first time here? Oh, okay. Tell me your name and how do you hear about us? My name is Fernando, and I found you on YouTube. Right on. Yeah. Any questions or anything? Well, yeah. I always wondered, since you mentioned a lot of things that are uh, um, regarding the mind and, you know, what they were talking about, the third eye at one time, and then, like, your chi, when you feel it in your belly, that kind of thing. The what? The cheese? <laughs> I knew it. Uh, it's called... Chi with the... Uh, oh, chi. Yes. I thought he said it yeah. the cheese in the stomach. Uh, how much... And I know you like to pretend that you don't know as much as you do, but... Um, <laughs> I'm black and slow, man. No, yeah, yeah, that's what you say. But uh, I'm curious, did you have any... Uh, did you study any of that prior to um, fall, you know, coming out of the fallen state? Did you know about things regarding, like, yoga and, you know... The only thing I knew about yoga is the exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, I would take those yoga classes, but when they would do all that other stuff, I wouldn't do it because I didn't understand it. Uh, but I didn't take any classes. I haven't mm-hmm. taken any classes about anything. And people have been asking me about a third yeah. eye. I've heard the chain people talk about the third eye, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend a third eye. Seems I don't know where that eye came <laughs> from. You know, so I yeah. wouldn't recommend that. What I will recommend and do recommend that you just be still and let go. Yeah. You want to become the observer of the thoughts, not the creator of them, right? Mm-hmm. Because thoughts are evil, man. Yes. And I don't mm-hmm. know if the third eye is watching the thoughts or you watching the third eye. Yeah. But I wouldn't get into it. I, I mean, I wouldn't recommend that. I don't. I'm just curious uh, from, from hearing. No, it just comes from. Regarding the, uh, the silent prayer. No. That's what comes to mind. Yeah. The, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a Muslim thing. It's a third eye about Muslims, right? Or Japanese or somebody. I think it's Hindu. It's Hindu. Oh, Hindu. And, yeah. Do, do yeah. you do the third eye thing? No, not at all. Oh, I'm just okay. uh, curious because I knew about the third eye. I have friends who enter the third eye, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, all of that is a... Uh, Originally, probably comes from, you know, um, religion and things regarding spirituality. I realized about the thought when I asked God to help me mm-hmm. because I couldn't change anything, and I had gone to different churches and they said pray, do yes. this and do that, and nobody said forgive. Yes. Well, even if they mentioned forgiveness, it wasn't go and forgive your mother. But he remind he allowed me to see that I resented my mother. Because prior to that, I didn't know I resented my mother. I thought I loved my mother. All right. And uh, he allowed me to see that I become like her. Yes. And I must forgive, right? And that's what it means to be born again, to overcome that spirit of anger and return to the Father. And I went and did that. It's just been amazing for yes. the last. And I thank it's you. It's really been amazing. I wish if I could grab this spirit away from you, everybody, and throw it out, I would. Because that's the only thing that's holding you back is that anger. But anyway, yes. yes. I, just you that, I think you're. I think you are a prophet. Uh, a who? A prophet? Don't say that out loud. Okay. Man. I'm having. But I, I want right to thank you personally. Me. Thank you for uh, for leading. And, oh and, yeah. Yeah. 
So You're welcome. You. Did you go up for gear? I did, yeah. And how did it go for you? Well. Good, man. Yeah, very good. Are you doing the silent prayer? No. Not, I try, or I do once in a while, but I'm not, um, I don't. And why not? Um, to be honest with you, to, um, because I feel like nothing is happening when I do that. I feel I already have the clarity. I already have. You already have what? Clarity. Oh, okay. So yeah. you don't need prayer anymore? I feel like I don't at this oh. point. I feel like I just want to be led by God and, and have him direct and not necessarily go into oh. a point of having, you know, trying to clear thoughts. or. or oh, okay. Like what happens when you do do it? Um, when you have done it? In the past, when I have tried it, when I do do it, um, I still think that thoughts still come and go. And I do watch, observe it, yeah. observe them come and go. But I, that's all that happens, really. Oh, okay. There have been times where I've I felt like uh, I've had some anxiety, maybe, and then just by doing that, I was able to calm down. But oh, okay. But um, I believe in it, I, and I do. I think uh, people would benefit from that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, man. Of course, I appreciate thank you. that. Um, thanks for coming too. Of course. Um, it, uh, this is your first time. Second time. And yours. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, so, any Christians here? Oh, a lot of Christians. How do you see Jesus? The young man way in the back. Um, you heard of Jesus, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do I see him? I know, I grew up Catholic, I mean, I still am Catholic, but uh, believe it, even though Catholics, they've, um, they're really heavy on, like, the iconography and all the imagery of it all, Yeah, I, I you know, I respect it and I, I admire it, but I know deep down, like, you're, we're, we're not really supposed to get all involved with that stuff. Um, I, I, Jesus is more how I see him, I, I feel like it's more of a... Like connection to like his spirit in a way. I I don't know. I, I I don't have a straight answer. It's just it just I when I'm reading the Bible and I'm reading like you know his um his messages and everything. It's more like it's it's like you're kind of plugged into a frequency, really. You know, like you're like you're tuning a radio or something, and it, you get that right frequency. That's that's kind of how I connect with him. I can't really say I see Jesus, but it's more like a connection with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. How do you see Jesus? You raise your hand, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have a sure answer as well, but uh, I would say uh, Jesus, I see him as the Son of God who came uh, to forgive us for our sins. Right. Uh, he was sent down by God to be to forgive us for our sins, pretty much. That's how you see him? Uh, y- yes. Okay. Are you nervous? A little bit, yes. <laughs> and so it's impossible to be a Christian and not forgive your mother since God forgive us for everything? Well, uh, can you repeat it again? Is it possible to be a Christian and not forgive your mother? Uh, technically, no, I would say. Because uh, you're supposed to forgive as a Christian and right. uh, just love everyone right. and forgive Nice. Um, Adriana, how do you see Jesus? 
Oh, hold on for a minute. This is the fellowship, so don't, you know, relax, have fun, wake up. It's not a teaching. Let no man teach you. No one. Okay. I see him as, like, God's gift to the world. Adrian. I see him as God's gift to the world and that he came here and gave us the biggest gift of forgiveness when he died on the cross. So you see him as God's gift to the world and he did what now? And then he, when he was on the cross, when he forgave, he said, you know, uh, Father, forgive them for they do not know. Right. That was his gift back to the world. And has that helped you yes. to see him that way? Oh, absolutely. In what way? <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a fellowship, no yeah. wrong or right answers. I think um, it's easy for me to forgive. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very easy for me to forgive. Amazing. Um I can't ask any of the other ladies right now because they were at the meeting on Thursday and I gave them an assignment. All right. Uh, how do you see Jesus? Yeah, you raised your hands as a Christian, right? Um, no, but... Oh, you didn't raise your hands? <laughs> so you're not a Christian? I was, I was raised with the Krishnas, so I've been coming and I'm like a Hari Christian in a way. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Hari Christian? Uh, born and raised in a in a Hare Krishna society. Oh, Hare and, Krishna. And now I've been coming to church oh, you, as a Christian. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, and, are you uh, you used to be a Hare Krishna? I still am. I, I, you know. You wear that outfit thing too? I did, yep. Really? Yeah. I used to work for the hospital, Brotman Hospital in Cover City. Yeah. And there was a... Right across the street. Yeah. I grew up on that block, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You don't look like one of them. At all. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I used to, at that time, I was just out there. And I used to think, wow, how come they dress like that? They wear like these sheets that are colored. And I used to wonder about that. Yeah, it's it's a way to, uh, they free themselves from just material things like clothing and stuff like that. Just a more simple way of dress. But they still have all material things, though. Yeah, true, so but just not totally not, not as materialistic as as everybody else. So you were born into that family. Yes, like your father, and mother was already into it. Yes, and are you still into it? I am, but I. What's going on on Watsika? It's hard for me to identify with. Oh, just the people, not not the temple and stuff like that. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> Are you, how do you see Jesus? These are the things that the Father wants you to think about. Not what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, where you're going to work, where you're going to live, who your friends are, and how much money you have. You must think on these things. I see Jesus as perfect. As perfect? And what do you mean by that? The perfect example of how to lead, how to live your life, how to oh, lead your life. And how is that example? What's the example? What is way of living? This is so deep. Just are y'all having much fun as I am? This is so deep. Um, you know, loving everyone and forgiving your neighbor, forgiving your enemies. You know, loving your neighbor, forgiving your enemies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's how you see him. Yeah. Has that helped you? Yeah. In what way? Uh, just this re- is not a quiz, all right? So. Yeah, I guess when I realized that, like, 
a Christian is someone who is Christ-like, I realize that it's not enough to just read the Bible, go to church. You have to actually be Christ-like. You can't yeah. just say, oh, you know, you know, I believe in Jesus and Jesus forgives me, and then continue to act like, you know, the opposite. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, right here. You raise your hand for a Christian, right? <clears throat> Dan? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. How do you see Jesus? So um, I can't really see Jesus. You can't see him? He's in heaven or, you know. Oh, okay. But I can see the Father's spirit in myself and in other people. Oh, you do? Yeah. And what is it like in you? Perfection or, you know, bliss. It's awesome. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Amazing. (laughs) How about you, Big Bob? I I say Big Bob so much now, I forget your real name. Eric. I mean, uh, Derek. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I see Jesus as like a big brother that I look up to and, you know, to be like. And when you say to be like, what is what, what do you want to be like? Christ-like. Christ-like? Yes. And what is Christ-like? Um, perfect. Um Right, uh, and holy, and holy, amazing, and so you're thriving to become that way. Yes, for lack of a better word. Right. Oh, okay. Thank you. Hey, you responded. Did you guys hear hate response to this? Did you respond to this on the show? Uh huh. No. no, that wasn't a question. Oh, okay. How do you see Jesus hate? Um, I see him as like this honorable, almost like unattainable man in the Bible that um, said like deep, unexpected things, but also like lived simply. And I see him as like what the Bible says about him, like the son of God and perfect. But I'm not sure that I know like what Jesus really was like. Because I see, like, everybody saying, not everybody here, but everybody on the Internet, for example, saying, oh, Jesus would, was about helping people. He you was know, not? He was, but not like they're talking about. Oh. Yeah. And when you say you see it as unattainable? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, um, like. That's per- an interesting word. Like, perfect, like, like, um, you know how. In the early church, everybody was called little Christs. They were called Christians. Yeah. But it seems like it's rare to come across people or to become really like him. So in your own personal life, you see Jesus as unattainable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I still have that. Not anyone but you. Because this year we're becoming individuals. Right. And so... You see him, hate sees Jesus, <laughs> and it's not a put down, it's interesting. Right. That's yeah. unattainable. <laughs> yes. Wow. Because it so seems... why are you wasting your time? What, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> if he's unattainable, just go die, right? <laughs> I know, but it's, I don't know, it's one of those weird things. Una- so what does unattainable mean to you? Unattainable means that you could never 
really be like him. Oh, you don't believe that? Yeah, it's like a doubt, a lingering doubt. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, the young man in the blue shirt. How do you? You're a Christian, right? Yes. And how do you see Jesus? Uh, it's pretty interesting how he brought that up. I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about that type of word, but I kind of would fit in that description as well. I what mean, description? like, uh, unattainable, like not being exactly like him. Like, I believe you can, but there is like, like he said, like a lingering doubt. Really? Yeah. And so. Because everybody still like falls like short to it. But Something. for you, why even bother if you believe he is unattainable? Why Which even bother is, with that's it? That's a really good question. Uh, because I believe his word is true. I but I just it's just I guess it's just hard at the moment. I believe it is. I believe that point that point can come. Yeah. It's just hard at the moment right now. It was hard about it at the moment. Uh, the thoughts. The thoughts? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. The thoughts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then we ask your brother. It's that, it's that powerful. Yeah. It's what? I, I believe it's like that power, yeah. powerful. Yeah. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. Amazing. <clears throat> How do you see Jesus? Mm. You ever thought about this? You ever wonder, how do I see Jesus? Yeah, I have. With an afro or good hair? <laughs> or... <laughs> um... <laughs> I do see him as attainable, actually, through the spirit, but not through the flesh. And, and what do you mean by that? Because, you know, the quote, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So I think that it's a daily practice and that the spirit can get to that point. But the and, flesh will always fall, but your spirit can get to a likeness. Or an example, just like Jesus. And how, you said practicing? Mm-hmm. And what do you practice what? Mm, just the laws, I believe, I guess. The you laws practice. and the examples that uh, Jesus basically spoke about and laid out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Um, anybody want to add to that? No. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yes, sir. Let's go. So you're back there, way in the back. And then we'll come over this way. This is so good. Relax. And ladies, I'll get to you guys in a minute. I can't wait for the feedback. They probably forgot the assignment. No, they couldn't have. Yes. How do you see him, Jesus? Well, physically, I do not see Jesus. But what I know of him, he's the lamb slain before the foundations of time, meaning he was that sacrifice in order for us to be one with the father again because of adam uh sinned and we had that disconnect right so uh jesus was the perfect example he was an alpha male a warrior uh he was perfect love and uh also see him as like an attorney i I hear that he's at the Right hand of the Father making intercession for us. It says in the Bible that no one comes to the Father except through the Son. And so, uh, although us in and of ourselves, our own good works are a filthy racks to God. But when we have uh, the Holy Spirit in us, 
which uh, came after Christ's sacrifice, were able to reconnect with God. So I see him as like the bridge. Um, I see him uh, like just being the perfect example, loving us, and uh, like all the accusations that the devil uses against us to say, hey, look, uh, these aren't your sons and daughters. Uh, like Christ says, no, they're covered in my blood. I've forgiven them. I died for them. Amazing. And so uh, because of that, we're able to do what's right because of his spirits in us. Nice. Thank you, man. That's Welcome. amazing. Did you, did you have your hand? Yeah, I did. Okay. Right here. And then I get to you, Raymond, and I'm coming across. But I will say that's a tough follow. That was really, really beautiful, man. Um, I, I wanted to touch, you know, when I was listening to Hake and a few others, um, uh, kind of similar um, – idea i kept thinking of the word unattainable unattainable it just kept going over in my head uh and i thought and i could be wrong but in my head when i hear like that it's unattainable i could understand how seeing the image of jesus like so let's say so eloquently um just portrayed by isaiah right and maybe like that's big shoes to fill here uh in this body on this earth in the state that we see things right so i could understand how it feels unattainable it seems very um i i guess i see jesus as like a he's like a support uh like a balancing or like you know when you feel like you're walking through the world with your eyes closed right or like in the darkness it's like kind of like when the light comes on maybe you don't see his face maybe you don't know if he's got the good hair or whatever right but you, you can you can see right you, you I, know what jesus looked like right <laughs> uh uh, uh, I mean, I know what I, I, I know the images I've seen, but you know, if it's what I, what he looks like to me, Look just like Hassan, a steady that's what force. Jesus looked like. Right there, yeah. <laughs> I, all right, I'm, I'm fine with that. I uh, saw that Jesus poster. Oh yeah, it's nice. What did you think about it? I like it. Uh, I like it. Go ahead. But yeah, I, I, I think that such a, you know, an eloquent, eloquent depiction that we get um, in the Bible, and I can understand that the if you're using. Jesus as a as a measuring stick, it can feel unattainable. It's large shoes to fill, but um, I think that's also a good thing. You know, we we especially in this world, we all you know. So I can only speak from the position of myself as a man, um, but you know, he wasn't just forgiving. He wasn't just um, righteous. You know, um, it wasn't just about bringing peace. You know, I, one of my favorite verses, not to like just bring about, but like, you know, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. Like to be able in this world as a man to stand up when things are difficult, when you know you're going to catch wrath, when you know you're going to catch people throwing things back at you, to stand up and, and speak out or defend whoever it might be in that moment. It's a, that could be Christ-like too, you know, as much as forgiveness. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's all. Amazing. Let you young man in the blue shirt. Did you see your hand, Raymond? Yes, you did. Raymond, mother expired last week, right? Yes, she did. May your soul rest in peace. Thank you, Raymond. Did you guys have the funeral? We'll have the uh, service uh, this coming Saturday. And how old was she? 91. It's time to go. <laughs> At 91, you should just get out of the way, right? <laughs> no, I'm there. <laughs> May she rest in peace, her soul. Thank you very much. Yeah. I always see Jesus as my personal savior when i pray i uh, it's as if he allowed me to see my 
faults, my shortcomings, even my evil. And and time shows me that he he's there for me, even even when I'm at fall short uh, short of our Father's grace. Amazing, nice. Thank you very much. Um, did I see your hand? No, I saw your hand, right? Yeah, my hand. Okay. Uh, how do you see him, Jesus? Um. Kind of counterintuitive to goodness, not like he's bad, but that he he he's perfect, and what he did was perfect, and that no man can tell you otherwise. And as long as you believe in him and have faith in him, you can't help but be good. And what does counterintuitive mean? It means like against what most people would think. Like oh, he know, goes against what people would not, think. Yeah, like oh, okay. Back back then, they used to sacrifice animals and have a strict diet, and he said all food is clean. Um, he, they still doing that. Yeah, and they still do. But I think that he was, he was a lot more practical, and I think he simplified. He's like, you know, you're a human, you're loved. That can't be. Once you let Jesus into your life, I feel like it can't be taken away. Has it helped you to see him like that? Absolutely. I think what it, has it done for you? There's a lot less anger. I'm still working on forgiving my mother in particular. You're working on it. Working on it, man. It's well, tough. how you working on it. Tell you with my friend, huh? Yeah. How are you working on Well, you know, my mom has, you know, a lot of mental issues, and she gets pretty angry, um, mm-hmm. and I just have to not take it personally. So you're trying to sneak up on her or something? No. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I was raised mostly by my mom. And, and, and so what, 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 why don't you just go and say, hey, I'm sorry. I have done this. that, and then she'll, you know, cuss me out and have a huge mood swing. She'll what? Like cuss me out. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yell at me for no, no obvious reason. And do you care about that? I guess I do care about it a little too much. Why? I'm not sure yet. Because God said, go and forgive. Nothing is required of your mother. She doesn't have to apologize. She doesn't have to admit anything. Yeah. She can curse until the cows come home. Yeah. When you forgive her, God will forgive you. You'll be free. I agree. Yeah. He will forgive. People don't forgive. Human beings do not forgive. I called you about a year ago. Oh, you did? And I and, I and took so a year ago going by, you haven't done it yet? I t- no, I did do it. I took your advice. Oh, you did. And it was good. Could. And I, and, uh, I kind of fell back. I started drinking again a lot <laughs> and uh, just fell back into the fallen state. <laughs> so it's, you went and forgave Mama and she cursed you out and you went deeper into... I went deeper into the resentment, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's why I'm here, you know what I mean? Trying to learn how to move forward. But the only way, the only way you're going to move forward, you must forgive. Yeah. There's no other way. Yeah. Because if you don't have love in your heart, you don't have evil. And yeah. evil bring you down. God calls you to live, right? And yeah. he changes the heart so he can be with you. And love conquers all. Yeah. And so if you don't forgive your mother, there's no other way out. I know. And it's so a year later to see you in person saying that is a big sign, as big of a sign from God that it's, I can have. It's been that way forever, and it's going to always be that way. Yeah. Especially with the New Testament. You well, must forgive. Yeah, okay. And don't, if she curses, just look at her like she's a crazy person cursing. It has nothing to do with you. See, that's what's hard is when i just accepting her for who she is instead of trying to change her. Right, you can't, you can't even change yourself. Don't yeah. even try. Yeah. Are you still living with her? No. Oh, good. Finally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go and forgive him, man. So, you, how about your father? Uh, he's actually kind of believing in God now. I think that my journey with God is. Last time I talked to him, he said he believed in God, and he used to say that when we die, we just go in the dirt. And so it's been kind of interesting. He's dating a Christian girl now. 
Your father's? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> but, he's, you know, it's really weird for him to be talking about God, and, yeah. and so I, I appreciate him. Have you you forgave him, though? I've forgiven him. Oh, good. My mom hasn't forgiven him, and so it's just, she sees me, she sees him and me. Well, go and forgive your mother so you can start growing. I know. That's Because that anger is holding you back. It is. There's no life in anger. Everyone who has anger, I don't care who they are, they have fear, they have doubt, they have worry, they're insecure. Yeah. Their life is hell on the inside and on the outside, coming from others. It's hell on earth. But yeah. once you forgive, life will become paradise. I, you know, I, I needed that, and I appreciate it. So forgive your mother. Have, and don't, if she get mad, just let her get mad. It's on her. It has nothing to do with you at all. It's like what you said, where you just, if, the, if she just fall down and die. Yeah. Then forgive her. That's what it is. Yeah. You know let her, I mean? If she fall down and die. Because it hurts her feelings, and I got to let her understand that it's not my stuff. So what now? That it's more her stuff than mine, and I have you to let her. You don't even have to let her understand that. Right. You just forgive her. Yeah. I'm, because the issue is when you resent her, you're separated from God. You're separated from love. You have no way out. Mm. So you don't have to convince her anything. Okay. Does she have insurance if she dies? I don't know. She always hints that she's going to leave me this little house, and I'm like, oh, well, ask her where those papers are located. <laughs> <laughs> they probably in the kitchen. I don't know if white people put their do white people put their stuff. Insurance paper in the kitchen, right by the silverware. It's, a, it's somewhere in a somewhere in a. Oh, do they go to the bank and hide in it in a safety box where you can't yeah. get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But forgive her, so you can go free. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jesse. I You're welcome, buddy. Yes. So, how do you see Jesus? You had your hand, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. How do you see Jesus? Um, a redeemer, the second Adam, uh, the physical embodiment of perfect love. Um, Amazing. And in that example of him being the example, uh, also a mirror. And like what Raymond said about um, being the personal savior, and when we're when we when we be still and pray, yeah. it is like a mirror of seeing like his perfection and like seeing our flaws. And like what Hake was saying about it feels unattainable. I think when you're still and you see Jesus' perfectness. <laughs> And you see your faults, that's Satan giving you thoughts that you'll never be able to be like Jesus. It's unattainable because look right. how perfect he was. And, and all the thoughts come that, oh, you used to do this or you still do this. And that's not Christ like. So it does make it feel unattainable because of those thoughts and Satan doing that. Um, uh, so, yeah, a mirror. But through stillness, knowing I know that it is attainable. Because you here. Amazing. Isn't that something? So, let me ask the ladies. I'm looking at the clock here. We're going to end this on time. So, ladies, uh, the young lady in the black first and then the blue. Um, no, you. No, you. You were here Thursday night, right? I'm sorry. You was at the women's forum. And... Do you remember my assignment? Yes. Oh, so tell me first, how do you see Jesus? Can you circle back to me? Can I? <laughs> All right. Let me ask your daughter. How do you see, and you were here Thursday too, so how do you see Jesus? 
have a solid answer, Jesse. I just what the? I don't. After listening to everyone and every did you think about this after Thursday night? You well, need to no, cross we, your mind. Well, you didn't allow us to, so every time it would come in, it would. You're like, oh no, no, I can't, or you said not to. But it's hard once you know better. You can't just oh forget. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, okay, so here's, <laughs> let me let me ask the other ladies first, then I come back. Okay. Because I, I remember now exactly what the assignment was, right? Oh, let's do it that way then. Okay. So did you erase all images of Jesus? Try to. And, and did it work? No. And, and why not? Images, in a sense, like physical appearance, it wasn't... It wasn't in your mind. It was difficult, only because once you know, once you know better, like, he's there, he's always there, he'll never, like, leave you. Right. It's hard to not always feel him. And so you tried to erase all images of what you read about and heard about him and all that, and you couldn't do it? You, you so can the assignment do it. <laughs> was to erase all images that you have of Jesus. Right? Yes. Am I right about that assignment? Yes. Okay, I want to be precise. And so you tried to erase the images? Yes. And what happened? You feel empty. and You feel empty? Yeah. Okay. Just because you get, you read and you hear stuff and that kind of forms your own image and your own opinion of what you, what you believe it is. Right. Just, and everyone's interpretation, everyone's image is different. So kind of, once that was erased, it left me blank with, well, what do I really think? It left you blank once you erased all those images? It was like a new sheet of paper where you erase everything and it's just blank and you kind of start from scratch. But you're not allowed to start from scratch because you needed <laughs> to forget everything. So I was left just still. And what, did it, what was it like to feel empty? With no images of Jesus? empty. <laughs> it just felt it just okay. felt odd. It was cuz you know, you know who he is and you know what he represents and when you try to forget all that, you it's difficult because you know you know what he represents, you know what it this is. This is so mind-blowing. Isn't that so nice? So you feel empty and so you went back to the image. Yes, I try to remind myself, you know what, this was an assignment, but it it keeps crawling back and like unintentionally when you know, if you're in your head or in your thoughts, you want to stay still and you want to want him to take away whatever it is you're feeling at that moment. Well, who do you give it to if you want to erase everything and whatever you thought your image of him was? So right. it, it was difficult. Interesting. Very nice. You're a good student. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know that about yourself before I say hey, get rid of all images? Did you know that it would be like that? Had you experienced that before? No, because before I was always, well, if I can't physically see him, like, is he really real? I didn't understand what people are like, no, you just feel his presence. You know, he's always around. And so for a while, it was hard for me to grasp that concept. But once listening to you and forgiving my mother, forgiving my father, once you feel it, it's hard for you not to feel it anymore. So when okay. you said forget everything you know, it took me back to the days where I was like, oh, kind of in doubt. If I can't physically see him, he's not always with me. Right. But now, 
once I know better and I understand, it, it was difficult to try to forget all images. The images of him. that you had of him was it like physically seeing him? Yeah, in that a was sense. like physically seeing Jesus. In a sense, it was. Um, you said erase everything you know of him, even though you have these images, like how people portray him. Right. It may differ from each individual, but his spirit within you, it never leaves. That doesn't change. Okay. And so once you try to forget that, it's like, he's already, he's already in me. Like, no, it's, it's, it was difficult. <laughs> we had a good but. meeting on Thursday. This is so interesting. Let me ask your mother, did you erase all images of him? Um, yes, I tried. And you tried. And yes. what happened? How was it for you? Um, so even as I sit here, I'm still like a little maybe confused because although when I'm in silent prayer, I don't think of images of him. Um, you say you don't? Or you no, do? I don't. Oh, okay. I just allow the Holy Spirit to like pray on my behalf and I feel more of a warmth and comfort than like actual thoughts or images. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so you tried to get rid of the image a little bit and did it feel empty for you too? No, it didn't feel empty because like I said, I when I'm in silent prayer, I never really think of an image. Oh, but outside when you're not praying, you have an image? I really don't think about it, to be oh. honest with you. It's okay. not so much an image as it right. is a comfort, a oh, sense I got of you. comfort. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. Amazing. And I'm not as, a, you know, a good student like my daughter. Right. <laughs> I on. just really didn't think about it too much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Is it Marlene's turn? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is. Are you sure, Jesse? <laughs> yes. Uh, what do you, before I go to Marlene, what do you think about the suggestion to get rid of all images of God, of Jesus, Chris? Have no image. Well, it's good to not have any expectations or anything like that. Okay, um, hold that thought. I'll come back. Marlene, did you do it? Got rid of, uh, erase all images of Jesus. Yeah, when you first asked that, I thought that was a silly question because... Um, because then that's how I started thinking about it. I felt like you assumed that perhaps um, our faith in Jesus is what we've heard from other people. Um, Was that wrong about that? Yes, because oh, okay. um, I heard about Jesus my whole life, but I never really cared. Or the message that I heard never really impacted me until I finally surrendered, right? And he revealed himself to me. So God. growing up, when you heard about Jesus, read about Jesus and all that, it had no impact on you at all? No. Really? Yeah, because Amazing, I guess huh? I wasn't repentant during that time. What? Repentant during that time. Right. So once I repented, right, um, and I went my experience with God, when I went back to the Bible, I felt like I saw the Bible and understood it with different eyes. Um, and I believe that the Lord just, you know, put his spirit in me, and I just see things differently. Um, so you so the never idea, had any image of Christ at all? I, that he was Jewish, you know what I mean, that he died for us, things like that. You had that image? Just a typical, yeah, just a typical knowledge, but that that knowledge didn't impact me spiritually because I was with the devil with, you know, 
I was in a fallen state. So if that knowledge didn't impact you at all, how did you become an angry person? Because you had anger one time, right? Yes, I've always had anger. Right. Yeah. But if, if you didn't have the knowledge of Christ, you were not impacted at all. It was just something else. I grew up, like, with my parents believing in God. I knew about Christ, but it, I didn't. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So once I, you know, repented and received God in my life, I saw what I re- read, and by, by, you know, I think God put it in my heart to start reading the Bible, because I would always hear, read your Bible, read your Bible, and I hated when people would tell me that. It made me not want to read the Bible, and I yeah. didn't understand it when I would read the Bible, and I was forced to. So once I, I'm like, you know what, let me check it out, let me read it now. Oh, okay. I saw it differently. So the other night, when I asked to erase all images, and we'll discuss it today, you had already had no image of God, of Christ. I did not build my, the faith that I have have nothing to do with I grew, what I grew up um, hearing about Christ. Okay. And, but you thought to, the, to ask to do that was what? I thought it was a silly question. And you, why was it so silly? I thought it was silly. Well, for me, right? Because mm. I, I, oh, you already had it? Because you assume that, that I believe, perhaps I believe what I know about Christ is what I grew up hearing, and that's not true. But I didn't assume that about well, you. Well, that's what I thought in my, you know. That, that was in your head. Right. Thoughts, right. <laughs> I didn't I'm explaining that. to you my yeah. pr- thought process, yeah. so that's my thought process. Nice. Yeah. Right here, right next to you. So you were here. Did you erase all images of Christ? Yeah, um, during the meeting, not to like get personal, but you did ask, you know, kind of like a biblical question to all of us, whether we know the idea of Christ or uh, the spirit. Right. And I kind of told you that I never really had the idea of Christ growing up. And so you asked me what you kind of grew up like an atheist or something, and I kind of answered. I asked you what now? If I was raised kind of like an atheist, and in a way, oh, I kind yeah. of was. Yeah. Um, and so you were an atheist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, you were an atheist. <laughs> and because I never no, had this, this image, I never had any sort of knowledge about Christ. I, but now knowing the Spirit, I, there's nothing left but. To know him, I didn't have an idea, but I know wow. that I know him. So you didn't have to erase the image because no. you never had one. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it was almost easier for me because okay. I know that there's life and light. And cool. Um, were you here? Oh, yeah, you I were here. here. Yeah. yeah, you look different today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, now I remember. You know Nick? I do, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Nick's really cool. He is. But uh, anyway, to, <laughs> to answer to answer your question, yeah, did you erase all images of of Christ? Uh, I tried to. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of hard. I feel like Jesus. We've all kind of seen. I feel he's kind of like Mickey Mouse in the sense that everyone knows what he looks like, at least physically. Like we've all seen images of him, like on posters and on posters and stuff, just yeah. in the mainstream world. So you know, it is kind of hard to when you're so used to kind of you know seeing seen something kind of, you know, like in the same way how, you know, everyone knows what Mickey Mouse looks like. They've seen his image a thousand times right. out in the world. Yeah. So, you know, kind of removing that was hard, but I tried to think of him as just sort of being like an, like an omnipresent being where it's like, I don't really know. I don't really know what he is, but he's just sort of always, always there guiding me in some way. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, very interesting. And how, what's it like knowing that he's 
guiding you. It feels good. Yeah. It feels uh, relaxing, more at peace. Nice. Amazing. Right here, you were there, right? Okay. Did you erase all images of Christ? Um, except the one in my room? Yes. What do you mean? I have like a picture of Jesus. I'm like, why do I have this picture of Jesus after, you know, your So question? you have a picture in your room of Christ? Mm-hmm. What does he look like in that picture? You know, the classic pic, but it's just like a puzzle. <laughs> but yeah, it's so interesting, right? Because then when you do remove that, I'm like, like I didn't think I knew the spirit of Christ. You know, I, th- I knew that that was like the, re- the right answer, but I didn't know if it was the real answer. But then when you do remove the images, I'm thinking, I still am left, truly, with love and peace and forgiveness. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool that it's not based on this image that I would have of, you know, Jesus as Hassan or whatever. So you erased all the images out of your mind mm-hmm. of him, and it made you realize what now? I'm sorry. That you that you are left with this spirit. And you know when, when you go to church and they're like, come to the pulpit and receive right. Jesus into your heart. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, I never understood that until I came to you and realized that it is like a spirit, like you need to forgive. This is not about like Christ's image. It's about love and forgiveness and Amazing. peace. Yeah. Amazing. You were here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you erase all images of Christ? <clears throat> um, what you heard, what you read, how he looked, how he doesn't look. Did you erase all the scriptures in your head and all that? Yeah, But I think that I didn't, because I have had a personal encounter, I never really had, um, until that personal encounter with the Spirit of Christ, before that I had uh, ideas, but after that I didn't have any ideas. So I don't really think that I had anything to erase because it was just in me, it was, I already knew in me the Spirit. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and you were here. Yes. I can't wait to hear this one. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Amazing. What do you guys think, and ladies, think about this idea of Christ discussion? Yes. Did you erase all images of Christ? Um, well, I never really... Held. I would say everybody don't have an image. Well, no, I no, like I had an image, but I never really held him up to like a pedestal. I just kind of know those like, um, like famous stories, like of the ocean where you calm the ocean, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Like I didn't know that, so yeah. I just thought he was like, just an example. Just like, okay, yeah, you could do that, and then I was like, okay, um, I was just more like of God, you know, like that's kind of when I, I guess, if I were to just erase the image of, of Christ, I just kind of go to God. Oh, so you, you didn't have an image of Christ, but an image of God? Yeah. And so what, that's kind of what does the image of God look like to you? Um, and where did you get it from? I guess the image that I had was like, he's like the father. Like a father? Yeah, he's like a father. That's kind of an easier way to understand it. More like calming or just kind of um, when I'm overreacting, he's just like, okay, just don't react, like calm, like be calm. And so that's kind of what I tried to erase, you know, had that father image. And um, I guess I just kind of got back to, like, perfect love. Like, um, I before I thought, 
uh, love was like very a weakness right. and I was kind of like oh you're so nice you're like so loving like I was like oh, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be like that right but then when I kind of um brought it was just like a poem book I read about it but it, it um really helped me realize how powerful love was and uh, that just like moves mountains I guess like that so that's kind of what I got when I erased the image oh, okay are you able to stand alone yeah. You are? I, I do get lonely, but I could, like, still stand alone. And what does it mean to stand alone to you? Um, to kind of know that, like, everything's going to be against you almost. Or, like, the world, like, like, I try. Like, I've always tried to, growing up, I tried to be, like, a worldly person. You tried and, to be worldly? Yes. <laughs> and it was so hard. <laughs> it was hard to be worldly? Yeah, it's like, or I guess a better way to put it, so people can understand, like, I try to fit in. Oh, yeah. You know, and then, yeah, like, you just don't. You and then it's like, to fit in, you can't be yourself. And yeah. it's, like, hard to not be yourself. Or I guess maybe it's not, but, like, for me, it's hard to not be myself. Beautiful. So I would always be myself, but and then it was like the world kind of always rejected me. Nice. So it's kind of like you're forced to stand alone almost. Like, I really had friends, and I really had, or if I did, it would kind of just never work out. Or I was just like, there's no point. Like, it's not even worth it almost, you know? Nice. Are you able to stand alone? Uh, yes. I think I am. You don't sound very sure of that. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the question, but, uh, yeah, I think I can. And I can say I can. Why do you think you can? Um, because I've, I mean, there's been situations in my life where I've, uh, I've had battles, uh, or, or problems where I can't count on anyone else. And I just, uh, deal with it by myself without, uh, having to tell anyone anything. Amazing. That's cool, man. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Uh, so, what do you think about me asking the ladies to erase any image of Christ? It's uh, interesting. In, in what way? Uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm a fairly new listener, so I'm still learning a lot from you. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, just interesting to, uh, to have that as, a, as an assignment. Because I want people to really, we have a very weak, pathetic, sick, society today is worse than at least when I was growing up right it's worse than any other time and it's just bad I just never seen such weak people they're afraid to stand alone they don't I don't know it's like it's crazy and I want that to change it doesn't have to be that way it's not made to be that way it's not normal to be that way it's normal to be your own person, to be your own self. That's the normal way. And you're not going to have peace in your life until you can be yourself. And most people just, and the men are as worse as the women. They be acting just like the women. You would think, well, if this woman's acting this way, let me not act that way. You know, something can clear. But we have a weak society, and I know it's because they don't know themselves. Right? So that's why I ask that. I want to ask the young man behind you. You have an image of Christ. Um, I do. I don't. I, I don't think he's unattainable. I think everyone in here can be like him. We just don't. We choose not to. What's your image of Christ? Perfection. 
What does that, you say you do have one, right? An yeah. image. And what does it mean? What is profession? What does that mean? And this is this your first time here? Second time. Oh, okay. It's not a test. Yeah. It's just to really get to know yourself. Yeah. So um, what does profession mean? I like the word. Yeah. But so that's what I'm asking. Okay. Um, and I'm black and slow, so <laughs> I didn't uh, even know what unattainable mean. Huh? No, go ahead. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, just everything about him is good. It's right. He does everything great the way we should. Um, but we don't. Has that helped you to um, see profession? It does. In, in what way does it help you? Because I know what goals I should have for myself. Oh, you do? Yeah. Like what? Like I know what decisions I probably should make in order to become perfect like him. And can you give me an idea, one decision that you can make to become perfect like him? Forgiveness. Have you done that? I have not. Why not? How old are you? How old am I? 17. Oh, you're 17? Yeah. Oh, okay. And why, knowing that, why haven't you gone and forgiven? Um, I haven't had the chance to. What do you mean? I haven't been able to see my mother oh. in a long time. They know, are, you, are you able to reach her if you wanted to? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. So it's just impossible right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Well, just realize she, she couldn't help herself. Yeah. So that you can let it go in case you never see her. Yeah. In my mind, I've I've forgiven her. I just haven't been oh, able okay. to go to her. How about your father? Her. I haven't forgiven him. You have not? No. <laughs> Is that your father there? Yeah. Oh, that's your father? So you riding around with him and you haven't forgiven him? <laughs> well. What the? Why haven't you He's right with you. Why haven't you forgiven um, him? I haven't thought about all anything terrible he's done to me. So you don't resent him? I don't resent him at all. Oh, good, yeah. There's nothing to forget then. No. Oh, good, man. Most boys and girls, men and women, don't hate their fathers. Yeah. They hate their mothers. And those that do hate their father, they have their mother's image of their father. So they hate their father with their mother's anger. Nice, man. Did you know he had forgiven you? He doesn't resent you? I didn't feel he did. Maybe for... Oh, let him have the mic with me. I was, you know, you talk about when you're in a fallen, like I was raised in a, with a horrible mother and grew up seeing men in and out uh, forever, fighting every step that I ever had. I had like six of them. It was just horrible. So, but I was in that fallen state when I, so I chose a woman just like my mother right, to have children with. And so unfortunately yeah. they never got to have a mother. So I had them since they was little Right on. and no one knows how to. Nice. You're blessed not to have a mother. I know, thank you. Amazing, huh? Sorry, ladies. <laughs> well, you just need the mother until you're three years old, and when you're through breastfeeding, the father should take over at that point. You know what I mean? Uh, so, Doug, last one, and then I want to get to this. What's your image of Christ, Doug? Oh, Doug. Oh, you want to tell me your image? I could. Okay, I'll come back right to you then. Let me finish. Go ahead, Doug. My image of Christ is, uh, get away from me. Um, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I know he's my brother, and I know all the things that I've heard. But I've never really felt him like a, as my brother, and I don't know why. 
I just know that I never felt anything like that. So that's kind of where I've been most of my life. So you just know he's your brother, but you never felt him as your brother. Right. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know. What's Francisco image of? So uh, growing up Catholic, I've always thought about I'm glad I didn't win it. Catholic. Catholic is good. Because Catholic messed up folks. When I was growing up, I didn't even know a Catholic. They had no Catholic church in my community. Not on my plantation. So I wouldn't agree with that at all. Thank God I wasn't raised a Baptist. I remember. I don't have to listen to that singing. I know. Jumping up and down. I don't know which one is worse. Well. But anyway, go ahead. Your image of Christ. So, uh, you know, of course, what you see on TV and in the movies and stuff, you know, uh, and every time you see the guy with the beard down the street, he looks like Jesus. Um, so I kind of kind of dropped a lot of that and forgot about that because uh, it was just in my head. And uh, and so just kind of trying to concentrate on the on the father, and pray to him and, you okay. know, like so that. So you don't have an image of Christ? I used to. How about now? No. You have no image of him? No. Okay. No. All right. Yes, sir. Based on what you heard, read, the movies you have seen, and all that, what's your image of Christ? So I don't have have an image of Christ. I have a, I don't, as I feel Christ within. You feel him? Yeah. So, and what does he feel like? Well, it's kind of like how you taught, you don't need a pastor or a preacher or read the Bible to know. It's been in me since I was little, and, and I threw away from that, yeah. and then over the past four years, listening to you, it like brought me back. It's always been there, but you just avoid it. But it's inside. You already Absolutely, know man. what to do. You already know what right and wrong. You already know that that's already there, but people ignore it so bad because of the world or everything else. Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard to like. I wanted to raise my hand as a Christian. I want to call myself a Christian, but it's like everybody else that goes to they call themselves Christians because they go to church every Sunday, but they don't live their lives a certain way or they I read the Bible so I'm a Christian but I want to but I'm one of those people that's hard for me to be I'm real I'm, it's hard to be hypocritical and I'm not I fall into temptation of that's not that would take me away from being a Christian and I don't want to but I it, okay do with women or anything you know, and it's like I don't want to but so I, it's easy to say are oh yeah I'm a Christian because I live my life a certain way but are you doing the prayer the silent prayer? No. And you're not, and why not? Because, like I said, I, it's something I know, but you I give into, but I'm ashamed of how I live my life. And not you're as far as a father, but in. Why are you judging yourself like that? Because I know better and I still do it. You sound like Paul. <laughs> yeah. Paul said the same thing. But since you know better, but you still do it and you can't help it, why judge yourself? God is not judging you. Human beings will, but not God. Why are you judging yourself? Probably because I know are you it's God? not hard to do. It's not hard to be. A, it's not hard, but I don't. And I, that's why I judge myself because I, I kind of hate myself because I don't give myself. I'm not. But I want you to answer this for me if you can. God's not judging you. Why are you judging you? Are you better than God? No. Are, you said what? No, I'm not. Are you a God? No. 
So why are you judging yourself? Are you doing a digging a hole for yourself? Because I want, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. You can't change anything. You're not in control of anything. So why judge yourself if you're not in control of anything? Because if you want as badly as you want it, right? You really want to change your bad behavior, right? What you call. But you can't, right? And if you could have, you would have already, right? I feel like I could have, but I've given into worldly things like a woman but or everything else. if you feel like you could have, why well, have you done it as bad as you want to? Because I, like a drug, it's like a drug or whatever, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about. I don't know, man. But <laughs> <laughs> I want you to really smoke on this, man. Just you really, really want to change that, right? Yes, I do. I swear. I do. And you've tried to change it. And I've given an example of my son. Like, he, st- he understands the value of waiting until marriage, all this stuff. But you've tried to change it, right? Stay with me. Yeah. You've tried to change it, right? Yeah. And you cannot change it, right? I can. You can? But you lying. If you can, you would have already. I'm going to. What? I will. What? I will. You will change it? Yeah. When? Today. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not seeing it, though. You try, you try. A lot of people commit suicide from trying to change themselves. I literally know people who commit suicide based on what I've got, the report I got back. They tried to change themselves, and they couldn't. And Satan said to them, you might as well just die. You might as well kill yourself. You ain't worth nothing. You can't change. Look at you. You say you're a Christian. Look at you. You might as well kill yourself. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, yeah, you haven't realized that you can't. At some point, you got to give up. I can't change anything. And let go. Otherwise, you're going to hurt yourself. I want you to, you're not even hearing yourself speak. You say, I changed, I tried, I tried, I tried, right? I tried and tried. I tried. That's a song. (laughs) And I tried, but I can't. And yet, Satan tells you one day you will. And you believe it a lie. You understand that? I, I understand, yes. So, since you can't, why not just let it go? Stop trying, and then it'll change. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. But you've got to stop judging yourself. You're not God. Even God doesn't judge you for those things. You, and because he knows of ourselves, we can do nothing. Yeah. So cut it out. I will. Next time he does it, smack him upside the head. <laughs> Really, cut it out. Satan got your mind. I know. I know. He really got your mind. I know. Let go. All right? I will. All right. And do the silent prayer. I, I will. So that God can separate you from it. Okay? So I got to do this because of time. We all been taught about Jesus and about God and the way Jesus should be, how he was. And it's so easy to recite it as you've done in this room. He was this, he was that, he was holy, he was perfect, he was this, right? And you, uh, you have heard about him, read amazing books about him. And what has happened, though, is that you don't know him. You just know about him. And, and then you try to live up to what you learned about him. And when you can't live up to what you learned about him, 
you feel like a loser. You feel like a failure. And Satan will use that against you. Because you're not living up the way that you read and heard about him. You don't know him until you come into the spirit of him. And as long as you have an image of him, you're never going to have the spirit of him. He said he's of the spirit. And we should be of the spirit. We should walk in the spirit. And what has happened without you realizing it, and I've said it over and over again, but it doesn't click for you because you're not paying attention to yourself. You're in everything but yourself, right? Most people are afraid to be by themselves. They're afraid to stand alone. They got to have friends and families and cats and dogs. And they just doss up like human beings when they can't get along with people. They spend more money on animals than they do themselves because they can't get along with people. And they got to have something to make the ego feel good. And a dog can make you feel like you're being loved. Dogs do not love you. Dogs just obey you. You're feeding the dog. You can feed a homeless person out there in the front door every day. He'll show up. It doesn't mean he loves you. <laughs> it doesn't mean he loves you. All images, all ideas of Christ are enemies of Christ. An enemy of Christ is the darkness. Because all ideas, all thoughts, are all lies all the time. And the darkness hate the light, and the light hate the darkness. And that's why you're not getting better in, in life. You're not overcoming the turmoil in your mind and in your body that you're feeling and going through. You're going through hell because you just have an image. And it's all based on what you've been taught. And Satan is using that against you. He's deceiving you to make you think you know Christ. And, and that's why uh, you're not getting better because you think you know him, because you believe in the lies of Satan. You're not walking in the spirit of the Father. You're not of the spirit of the Father. You are the spirit of darkness. And that's why you have to abandon all image of Christ and come into his spirit. It's the spirit of Christ. If you read the New Testament, you'll see that too. It's in the New Testament. It's about the spirit now. You're born of the spirit. You're baptized of the spirit. You walk in the spirit. You live in the spirit. And you're not going to do that as long as you have an image. You have to let go of everything. In order to have a life, you must die of a life. And that's the ego life. And as long as you protect that ego, you're dying. You just have the breath didn't leave your body, but you're not living. You're dying. You have to let life just go through you. And don't try to control life. Don't try to block it. Just whatever happens, let it happen. And you will see your ego, the ego, because the ego is not you. It feel, it think like you, it sounds like you, right? And it feels like you when you have the turmoil happening in your body, the fear, the doubt, the anger, and all that. But that's not you at all. And you're protecting the ego. The very thing that should die, Christ said, unless you lay down your life, you're not going to have a life. And y'all hanging on to this false life. You're protecting yourself from salvation. From really being born of the spirit of the father. You got to let this life die. And as long as you protect it, it won't die. As long as you identify with it mentally and emotionally. Whether it's good feeling or bad feeling or 
anxiety or worry or jealousy or envy or strife or whatever. That need to die. That whole thing, need to, you need to let go and just let it die. Really. Otherwise, you would never live. You will always be looking for somebody to identify with and make your leader or your best friend or your this. You need people because you're on an ego trip. If you were not on an ego trip, you can stand alone and be glad to do it because the Father is with you. And yet you would never be alone. God said you can don't trust a, a human being with anger. You can't trust a person with anger. They'll turn on you just like that because Satan is their daddy. They have no love. Salvation is of the heart. And love conquers all. It, it will do it. It will kill the ego. It will show you. It will blow your mind. It will show you that. It's the ego. Let it, let it go through you and let yourself die. It'll blow your mind. But as long as you have an image, you're not going to do it. You got to let all thoughts go of all things, anything. Because all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. Even about the Bible. You can read the Bible and turn the cow on. I know a lot of Bible thumpers. But they have no love. They're on an ego trip. They take things personally. They need the world around them to make them feel good or feel bad. They need love. Human beings don't have love. That is not love. They only have hate. Anyone who has anger, watch out for emotional. These nice people that act like they love you, they don't love you. They have anger. They do not love you. Just know that. The world don't love one another. And the same conflict that you're having in here and in here is happening in others outside. But if you don't see it clearly in yourself, you're not going to see it in them because they'll hide it. Because you just like them and you don't see that you have no love. You got to be willing to stand alone. And then God is with you. Hold no grudges against anyone, not even your enemy. It's beautiful to stand alone. It really is. But you got to let all images go about anything because Satan is using them against you. The worst thing, not the worst, but next to the worst thing, that we're in the line with the worst thing, is when we were taught about Christ. That's one of the worst things that's ever happened to us. Because look how hard it is for you to unlearn Christ. It's hard for you to, even though your lives are miserable, you hate your mama, you hate your daddy, you hate yourself, you worry, you have conflict. In Christ, in the spirit of Christ, there is no conflict. Zero. When you truly walk in the spirit of Christ, you have no conflict, no thoughts, no anything. You never have to make a decision. Not one. Because you live in the present, eternal, present of the Father. You're not in the past. You're not in the future. You're not looking to the left. You're not looking to the right. You're eternal, so things are never changing. They're always the same. You're just living life, moving forward. But when you get in your imagination about what has happened, which doesn't exist anyway, it's only in the head. Satan is deceiving you. Or you think about what's going to happen, then Satan, your daddy. Or you look to the left or look to the right. That's why people are so weak. They're not staying on that straight and narrow path. It's easy to throw them off just like that. And so you got to erase all that. Which doubt it. Let it pass. It's not true. Even when Satan quote the Bible, he will pretend to be God. God says Satan pretend to be him. 
He come like a light. And he used the scriptures. He used everything you have learned against you. It makes you think you know. And you justify your ego. You are not the ego. I'm telling you. The light, which is the love of God, will separate you from it. And you will see clearly. But you got to stay with it. Stay in prayer. Stay seeking. Um, don't hate your enemy. When they try to hurt you, let them, oh, I wish them well. Let them have their field day. You stay straight in there, and that ego is dying. You're overcoming the world. It's possible to live that way. I'm a living witness. Christ brought that, sent his son, God sent his son so we could be free. You're not free as long as you're living in your head. As long as you believe one thought, you're not free. Those that see right, those that, there's no right in thoughts, no righteousness in thought at all. So you got to, and stop identifying with the ego. Do I sound like I'm yelling? I'm not yelling at you, right? <laughs> but stop identifying with the ego. I know so many people, I'm seeing people over the last 31 oh yeah, I believe in God. I believe in God. Oh yeah, I doubt every thought. I don't believe my thoughts, right? And as soon as something come along, they look like they're hypnotized. <laughs> What's wrong with you? They're in the head, believe it or not. But I thought you didn't believe thoughts. And then you got to talk to them and try to talk them out of the thoughts, right? And as soon as you talk them out of it, they go back in it with the next situation. They go, and they don't even know they're in a thought. They feel righteous with the thought. They don't know they're in the head, like, what the... Made you want to cuss. <laughs> really, all thought, everything you learned about Christ is wrong. It's wrong. You want to be born of the spirit of, the, of Christ. He had the spirit of God. Just think about this, and then I'll take your hand, all right? Christ said, the work that I do, you shall do it too. Greater work. Y'all ain't doing no work. Y'all in y'all here, busy, gossiping, busy bees. With no life. You have no life. And you think you do. In your misery. Most people love their misery. Did you know that? They get how being miserable. Don't take my misery away. I don't want no peace. Give me a pill. Make me feel better. My anxiety. That's not your anxiety. You listen to the devil. God didn't give you anxiety. He doesn't even judge you, man. Stop judging yourself. The same God you're doing. That. And then you overcome all things. The spirit of the Father will change all things. No matter what anyone else says. Live your life. All right? Yes, sir. Does that make... Oh, go ahead. You had your hand. Uh, it's a little bit off topic, but I was going to ask... Um, I believe it was Peter that asked it. Um, how many times should I forgive my uh, the person? Right. Um, Jesus said, uh, not seven times, but 70 times seven, yep. which is 149. But that doesn't necessarily mean to forgive 149. It means to forgive infinitely, right? Once you are born of the Spirit, and I'm going to tell you how to be in the Spirit, in case you don't know, and forgive me for telling you because a lot of you are going to try and it's not going to work. But once you are born of love, you live a life of forgiveness. There's, you don't even, it's impossible to hate when you have love. No matter what happened, you cannot hate. You, it's just not even in you because the spirit has been taken away of hate. 
It's you're possessed with hate, resentment, hatred, resentment, and anger is the same spirit. And when you're truly born of, just think about this spirit is of love. God is love. In him there is no hate. And so if your nature is that of his, how are you going to have hatred in your heart? Smoke on when I should tell oh yeah, don't smoke. No. But listen, you really need to keep your eye on yourself. Know thyself. Know yourself. Pay attention to self. When you stay with self, you'll be fine. You really will. You'll be fine, but you gotta stay with self. And I'm only knowing this because thank God I've stayed with self for thirty two years. He have not allowed me to deviate. Really, love will lock you in and take care of you. And you cannot, just like Satan made you do all this other mess, you're not in control. Satan is in control. You're not in control at all. What you think is not you. He's making you think that. And so, long story short, when you do have, when you're born of love, you no longer have the spirit of hate. So, 70 times, 70 times, 70, and a lifetime. You just can't hate no more. So whenever you ask God forgiveness, he's always forgiving you no matter what. When you go and forgive, as a matter of fact, it's so beautifully set up is that when you realize you resent. And all human beings resent their mothers. There's not one that doesn't resent mama, right? And so because we were born into that nature of mother, you know, anger, lack of patience, controlling, she wanted to live through you. And when you're a little kid, you can't help but resent her. And so you become like mama. And it's not her, but it's that wicked spirit that made a home of her. And it's passed down to you. And so you have this anger. Satan is your daddy. You grow up confused, smoking pot. But I forgave, both of, <clears throat> I forgave both of my parents already. And that I felt like things were kind of relieved from there, yeah. but the thoughts keep coming back as if like, you know, I feel like I haven't truly forgave them, but I did because I looked them straight in the eye and said, you know, right. I really do You're forgive you. You're doing one thing wrong. You're not, you haven't realized that those thoughts are not yours. You say, I still feel anger or I still doubt or I feel like I have, that's not, you identify with evil, the ego. You stop calling that you. It's not you. It's a it. It's a wicked spirit that made a home of you, right? And it needs you to identify with it so it can continue to control you. But if you know that it's a it, like you walking down the road, right? And somebody look like they want to fight with you. Some bad guy look like you want to fight, right? When he really just wanted a joint. And then and Satan to tell you, oh, look at him. He want to fight. He want to get in your face. And you'll believe it because you believe it. And now you want to get in the man's face, right? But if you know that's not you thinking that, oh, look at it. It's trying to make me believe it's me. If you remember that, you'll be separated and, and it's being destroyed. Stop identifying with thoughts and feelings. None of them are from God and none are from you. So stop saying, I feel this and I feel that and I think this and I think that. I worry, I need money, I need this, and all that. Stop doing that, and you will no longer identify with it, and eventually it will get further and further away. It's not you. Stop saying I. Facts. You don't, the re, in the real you, there is no pain, there is no worry, there is no doubt, there is no anxiety. It's nothing but peace all the time, 100% of the time. 
But as long as you identify with the ego, you're going to suffer. Because you identify with evil. And if you notice, if you notice, I got to see fast now. If you notice, when you really pay attention, evil makes you think about the past or the future. It won't let you think about the present. And if you fall for it, you lose. And most people fall for it because they're not paying attention. You got to let all bitterness go. You're murdering yourself to have bitterness, to have anger. You're not hurting your fellow man. You're hurting yourself. Anyone has anger is a murderer. You're murdering your own life, your own self. So stop identifying with the ego. That makes sense a little bit? All right. This young lady had her hand, and then I'll come back. Is this your first time here? It's my second time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what does it mean to you to be a woman of God? To have nothing, no bitterness at all in your heart, no anger. It's the same for men. Women who forgive and, and that ego thing that they have, that E passed down to them, when they stop identifying with that, the Father would take that away, and they would love God with all their heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. And that means that you give up. You're not trying to control anything, not even your own life. When you have perfect love, then you're a daughter of God. If you have any anger, then say your daddy. Say that again. If you have anger. Oh, then Satan's your dad. Satan, your daddy. <laughs> do you have anger at all? Um, I do, yeah. You do? Yeah. And why haven't you forgiven? Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Do you want to overcome that spirit of anger? Definitely. So go and forgive your mother. Yeah, that's where it starts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I have no. I've talked to people all over the world, different languages, and all kind of stuff. It's the same spirit. It ain't about color. It's not about male or female. It's about spirit. It really is. I think I have more resentment toward my father than my mother because I blame my father for all of my mother's actions. You blame your father <laughs> for your mother's actions? A lot of them, yes. Because you identify with your mother. And so you have her identity. And so you're seeing your father through your mother's eyes. Your mother was already screwed up when your father met her. And that's why he was attracted to her, because she's just like his mother. Your father didn't do that to your mother. Your mother was crazy already. He had nothing to do with it. His, her mother did that to her, and her father did not protect her from the mother. Your why does, it, why does it, this sound like the mother is the source of all? She is. Why, why, why is the woman the source of all Because all hell comes through the woman. Because of Adam and Eve. You know how Eve, Satan became uh, Eve's daddy? She stopped listening to her husband, and she believed the serpent in the garden there. He told her, you know what, you could be like the man. Don't listen to Adam. Look at him. He listened to his daddy. It made Adam think that, or uh, he, that Satan made her think that Adam was wrong for listening to his father. And so if Adam listened to his father, then who is he to tell you what to do? Go get a job. Have an abortion. Don't have no more babies. And then she believed the serpent. And once she believed him, he became her spirit. She took on his identity, the serpent's identity. 
And then once Adam believed the woman, Eve went back and told Adam, you know what? Don't listen to your daddy. He's dumb. He just wanted to control you. And long story short, once she believed, once he believed her, the woman became the man's God. Satan is the woman's God, and the woman is the man's God. And that's why men must be born of the father so he can overcome the nature of the woman, which is the nature of Satan. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So stop hating your father. Your father could not handle your mother. Your mother's the problem, not your father. Your father's weak. He's beta male, but he's not the reason for your mother being screwed up. Right? You understand that? <clears throat> yeah, I don't think we have enough time to go as deep as I'd like to, but thank you. you. you have, real fast, because I want you to really understand this so you don't grow old and miserable. Because, and you don't want, I don't want you to grow weak and not standing alone if you need to, right? And I want you to live a life where you don't have to ask any human being anything. Because, did you know that you could, Christ never asked anybody about spiritual things, did he? He didn't go around and ask a rabbi, how do you find God? Or what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? That's what I mean when I tell people when you have a business idea, do your business. Don't ask anyone what they think about it. Because they're going to give you their fears and their doubts and their worries. And you'll think that they're your own and you won't even start a business. Because you got somebody else's idea rather than taking it one step at a time and just doing your thing. It's in you to know. When I started this company, when I started my dentist, I asked nobody what you think. Because people give you their fears and their doubts. Live your own life. That makes sense a little bit? Uh, one last quick question because we are, it is, but I want to grant you that. You want to ask me something else you say? Oh, no. No, oh, okay. that was it. Go forgive your mother. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you'll see that you're just like your mother. And if you don't forgive your mother, you're going to meet weak men in your life, and you're going to treat them the same way your mother treats your father. And then you're going to tell your children, your daddy made me feel this way. Your daddy made me crazy. Your dad and your kids going to identify with you, and it, it'll go from generation to generation. Forgive your mother. She lied to you. All right? Mm-hmm. Your mother's evil. And that's why she's so crazy in the head because she lives in darkness. Mm-hmm. She can't help it. All right? I can't hear you. I know you're bowing your head. But... Yes, thank you. <laughs> are, you are you Asian? I, I am Korean. Korean. See, yes. it's in every culture. It's the same spirit, the same everything, everywhere. Stop believing this racism crap. It's not about race. It's not about male or female. It's about the spirit of the father or the spirit of Satan. Anyway, I was, did this help a little bit? Yes. Anybody that disagree with that? All ideas are from Satan. Really. If you have an idea, let it go. And God will guide you. All idea goes against God. Anyone that makes decisions goes against God. We are not capable of making decisions. Every decision we make is wrong because you listen to your dad and Satan. And you think they're your own decision. God will give you to know. He will give you revelation. And you'll find yourself doing what you were created to do. Really, you, 
men and women. He, he have given all of us a talent, a purpose, whatever you want to call it. But you got to let go and stop playing God. And you must become your own man, your own woman. It's time out for being weak. It really is, especially with the men. I've never seen so many. I don't know if we can use the word sissify, right? I don't think they use that word anymore. So delete it. <laughs> anyway, do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought, all thoughts about scriptures, about everything. It's just building the, uh, the uh, Satan's nature, not your own. God will reveal. We, we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will literally teach you all things. When you let go, you can live. Just stay present. Stop judging yourself. Don't judge others. Wish them well. Because they can't help it. They're having the same hell that you're going through. It's in them too. And misery love company. It got to draw people into it. Otherwise, they may be alone and have to face themselves. And most people don't want to face themselves, so they need company. All right? Do the silent prayer. Stop hating. Go and forgive. Stay on your straight and narrow. You'll be fine. All right? I hope this helped. We have the best counseling service on this side of heaven if you need counseling. Um, what else? This shows, I hope you like the Anchor, uh, Anchor Baby's new show. Right now, he's just doing Fridays. I guess all evening. He was on for three hours, I heard. Nice. And, and we're working on the next person to do their, host their own show on the, on, on the network, the Destiny Peterson Network. So we'll announce that when it's all worked out. All right? What else? Forgive. No announcement, right? All right. So do the silent prayer. Know that you are not the ego. Don't identify with it anymore. When it's talking to you, when it's trying to make you feel, just know, oh, look at it. It's trying to make me think. It's trying to make me feel a certain way. It's trying to draw me back in. It's not I. It's it. It's a thing. It's a spirit. Meaning that's a wicked spirit. All right? So thank you all for tuning in. If you need counseling, sir, you know how to get us. Also, uh, the radio show. Thank you for your support, the donations, and the super chats and all that. Have a good day, folks. Appreciate you. And thank you all for coming. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>